So there we were, little podcasters. And we didn't have any money because Joe was blind as a bat without her glasses. So I had to get some money. And the only way was to work for the evil executives at Troma. And then when I got the money, I realized that they wanted me to give them a good review. But I couldn't do it because that would be evil. Oh my god. Oh, I need to be saved. Like, seriously. Like, I'm, I'm hurting. I'm like in the agonizing emotional distress. Now it's gone. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. We are Just Another Movie Night, and I am Scott. I'm Joe. And today we are talking trash. Talking trash. Talking trash, indeed. This is our show to review, spoil, debate, crap on, and give second chances to hated, low-rated, and much-debated and often-forgotten flicks on the internet. All while asking the question, is this the worst movie ever made? And if not, what is? Because here on the show, we believe you can't truly review a movie unless you know what the worst movie ever made is. And so today we are doing, once again, the trauma series of the Toxic Avenger films. And today we are on the third one, The Last Temptation of Toxie. Ladies, gentlemen. Toxic Avenger! Delendus Est! It's not the last one. It's the third one. But now I was ready to confront the evil chairman on his own turf. I would mop up the evil in Tromaville and make room for Toxic Avenger Part 4! Uh, I think 4 is going to reboot everything, and thank God. Okay, is that the truth? Because I know nothing. About this, about yeah, the fourth one. I think the fourth one is actually a sequel to one. Oh my god. So it's like a reboot? Well, here we are on part three. And if anybody got to listen to last week's episode, we found out that two and three were shot back to back because he got a budget of $2 million, which this movie actually points out. One of the characters actually yells out, this movie only has $2 million. Budget for this movie is only two million. Thirty. Thirty dollars! I'll give you thirty dollars to run over that guy! Which is insane. And uh, he filmed so much on that budget, not because he was actually filming, he just had too much leeway and he just was abusing the situation, I, w I would think. And so when at the end they had four hours of footage, they decided to cut it into two movies. And that's why last week's, the sequel, was just so nonsensical and so insane. Well, I was hoping maybe that the sequel, the third one, 
would actually do the opposite and do some correct things and fix the film. And lo and behold, here we are. And it did even worse. This is one load of toxic waste that won't stay buried. I think we could just say it right off the bat. This is a steaming pile of shit. This, okay. This may, may have just changed everything over the last year of us talking trash. Yeah. I feel so, I, I think I was like taken out of my body and put back in as a different person. (laughs) (laughs) This, okay, so last week we talked about how all the things in part one that were great, the fun things about part one, about how the sequel, for some odd reason, kind of threw all those things out the window and did some new stuff and changed everything and kind of reboot everything while acting like the the movies are a sequel to the first one. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, all of those things are even worse here. Like, we, we said that everything they changed was a mistake. So, Toxie now has a terrible voice, which I was trying to mock in the opening here. Yep. Uh, I, we don't like his voice anymore. My mom was really proud of the fact that everybody in Tromaville liked me. My mom was even prouder of the fact that Claire... My non-seeing girlfriend, who you remember in Toxic Avenger Part 2, was now going to be my fiancé and live with me forever in Toxic Avenger Part 3. He's not that funny version of that deep, you know, serious deep tone. Um, The makeup has gotten odder, although they tried to give him a new prosthetic with a moving eye. It's looking worse than ever. It actually looks worse in this movie than it did in the last one. It, I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's so strange. Like, the film looks crisp, but maybe that's the problem. Maybe we can see it too clear. Maybe that is the and, problem. And there is a lot of close-ups. There's a lot of wardrobe malfunctions in this movie. Oh, well, yeah. But there's a lot of close-ups on the makeup, which is yeah. a, probably a bad idea. Yeah. And then the other thing that we were talking about was the recasting. So the girlfriend was recast and we liked the girlfriend in the first movie. She, the actress was pretty damn funny and cute and sweet. And what we liked about it the most was they kind of took it serious. Yeah. Like for some odd reason, they made it sweet while also making it goofy, kind of taking it a little serious while also taking, making it insane. And this, and then the second one, completely did spoof i mean yeah they they just pretended like the first girl didn't exist because this the first girl was sarah this girl's claire yeah it's not the only thing that they have in common is that it's still the same blind character it's a yeah it's supposed to be the same character except this one's extremely horny and she talks like marilyn Monroe. melvin what kind of talk is that do an egg do brunch that doesn't sound like New Jersey talk to me. <laughs> the camera does just loves this woman's crotch. <laughs> it, every single scene is her spread-legged and just the camera just panning from her crotch. I was impressed because, I mean, I don't know if she had layers upon layers of stockings on or whatever, but, like, she, you can see any kind of... Yeah, there's some situation. good coverage going on in this film. Yeah, and she just had like a little G-string on, so I was like, wow, okay. 
I think the biggest issue is that the tone of the movie is batshit crazy. It it's a full. It's so odd because it's still sleazy, and it's still disgusting to look at. But what I'm noticing is that it feels like a kids' movie in that sleaze. It does, and they went so far as to mention that Citizen Toxie is going to have his own TV show. They did mention yeah, that. Yeah, they said his. They make jokes about it, like you're gonna get a cartoon. So and all maybe stuff. that's why they did a kitty um, feel. No, it, it does not feel right. If something something is wrong, and I think that's during this one. I finally pinpointed my why I hated the last one so much. This one, I finally, I just sat there and went, you know what? It is. It's like a child's movie in the sleaze. Yeah, it's 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 baffling. It, it's like a bunch of children wrote this. I, I want to know what happened from the first one to this one. All that fun gore, that culty, weird punk rock vibe that we were talking about with the first one, why we like it so much, it's like gone. It is. It's just like, I don't even understand this. This is like, and all the humor in this film is just really, really bad dad jokes. It, I can't even explain it. None of it... it we laughed a few times, and I would say that I laughed the most from the actress playing his girlfriend. I mean, yeah, she made me laugh a few times. She She's doing some funny things here where she changes her voice and she starts talking normal. So she goes from Marilyn Monroe to all of a sudden having a deep voice. And then she'll start speaking about smart shit. Like, she'll read dialogue that's like, you know, the Declaration of Independence or something. And it just all of a sudden changes tone and is so weird and jarring that it kind of makes me laugh. Yeah. It's very important. Que force mesure states. Clause 11. Termination. The employee's obligations hereunder shall remain in full force and effect for all eternity. However, said obligations shall be terminated and this agreement shall be rendered immediately null and void. Upon a miraculous act of God. And God is in the hearts of the people! But that's about it. Yeah, the jokes just fell flat, and then I can't count. I really can't count on my fingers and toes how many times I looked over at you with this look on my face, like, shaking my head, you know? Yeah. Like, if, if a look could be a face palm, <laughs> I had it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, this was like nitrous oxide. This, this shit will put me out i was struggling to keep awake during this thing yeah it was rough i was struggling i, I could not believe how boring this was and i just how like how i i, I grew up with uh these trauma films and just like enjoying the the weird cult feeling and that shit is gone in this series like that it just does not feel like although this movie opens where it does feel like it it also breaks the fourth wall in some kind of weird meta humor that's so odd. It does not work whatsoever. I mean, if we're going to talk about the plot, which is what we normally do, we usually talk out these movies. This one's like a short one because this movie is actually just recycled the second one. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, I mean, the plot is literally sometimes they're reusing the same shots from the second one. Everything's reused. And, I was like, wait, anything... didn't we just see this? Anything that's occurred in the first two movies is kind of back, which is really strange. Yeah. 
this movie starts out with a complete, um, I would say about five minutes of recap of the first movie and the second movie, which is really odd because they even show scenes from the first movie of the actor who played Melvin is the uh, guy who gets turned into the Toxic Avenger, mm-hmm. which is the scrawny redhead guy. Mm-hmm. And they actually, why would they show it when they replace him in this movie? Yeah, I was I was very baffled by that too. I was like, why? I don't understand why they wouldn't just ask this, the same actor to come back. It didn't make any sense. Instead, they used another guy who they gave like these ridiculous teeth. Yeah, like he looked like Bugs Bunny. It was bad. I mean, it was insulting. I feel like it was insulting to the actual actor. It's really odd. They gave him the fake teeth, like Bugs Bunny teeth, like you said. Yeah. But they also gave him stickers that are supposed to be acne. It was terrible. And then they lowered his voice. <laughs> All these things I will give thee if thou will go down and work for me. <laughs> and everything sounded like complete cartoon. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, why would they show him again? Why wouldn't they just reshoot? It just didn't make any sense. I, not that I'm trying to make sense out of this ridiculous film, but yeah, they could have definitely re- did some reshoots with the actor, the the original actor. That would have at least, it would have at least brought something to the movie. Instead, they use this other guy who's no one's ever seen before and we're supposed to just care. So, so weird. It is. So this movie picks up where... Uh, I guess it sort of picks up a little bit after, you know, where the last one left off with part two, where um, Does it? he's like, well, yeah, because he's the town superhero. He's cleaned up all the filth. Now he has nothing to do. And he is trying to find a job. Yeah, but it actually starts off where he, uh, there's a robbery at a, a video store. And that's where they break the fourth wall. Yeah. That it's was like so... a trauma video store. And it's a, apparently the future. And the movie is all told in flashback. First of all, can we just talk about this scene? I can't. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, Oh, God. It's okay. so odd. It's yeah. owned by a couple uh, Jewish men who are really, like, overdoing the stereotype jokes. Okay, they're rabbis. They, they're rabbis. And they own this this video store that looks like... I can sum it up as, like, the typical... Like, small video store from the 80s that had, like, the secret back room with the porn. You know, those kind of, like, little crappy VHS tape places. It was like that. Which I read that they actually filmed in a real video store. And they trash it, too. It's Yeah, it's a hot mess. But can we just talk about what is going on inside this store with these people? So, you have the two rabbis. And they're overly, like, just... I mean, overacting, overacting. And then you have the patrons of the video store. The video store patrons are amazing. You have a, (laughs) you have a girl in a bikini, a tiny bikini, just wearing a bikini in a video store with high heels. Okay. So she must've had a late night at the Motley Crude shoot, you know, for the video that they're doing, I guess, because she looked like straight (laughs) out of a... Motley Crue video. Like, she just was in a bikini, and it, it was ridiculous in a video store. And then you have this, like, mom-looking girl for... 
she was like hanging out with these people, these this group of people for what reasoning? Like they were all almost together. It seemed like they were together. Um, and then you have this big guy, and nobody fits. Nobody fits. To, you know, like they would be together in this video store. It's just so weird. But I guess this is a great place to rob. It's it's really odd. This is a weird thing because. The Toxic Avenger is a movie in the universe. So they're breaking the wall by saying that the movies are actually movies, but they're movies of the real event. I don't really understand it. And they're referencing only selling trauma movies. They're mad because they have the redneck zombies in the Disney section or something like that. And these guys rob this place. And it's all jokes about renting videos. It is. And the strange thing is that there's three of them, right? There's three goons and they come in, their faces are all painted up like ridiculousness and and they just start shooting all the DVDs off the wall. Yeah, I think they shoot one woman. And then out of nowhere, they shoot this the mom looking woman. They just shoot her in the chest for no reason. Like, it's just so weird. I, I don't know why they even... This, this whole scene just doesn't make any sense, but... Toxie, I guess, gets wind of this happening. It's ridiculous. Yeah. He, he pops into this, the video store, but the best thing is he hides in front, not behind, in front of his own Toxic Avenger, like, It's like a side, huge cutout, like yeah. Like a cardboard cutout, and he hides in front of it. So these bad guys don't see him at all, and they're still shooting up the store and acting like assholes, and he just starts taking them out. I'm like, okay, so here's the thing. If crime was already cleaned up, what is he doing? <laughs> no, okay, so... I'm confused. This because... is actually the future, and this is when Toxie is coming back. Yeah, oh. they, they tell you in narration <laughs> that, that after the second movie, they had cleaned it all up, and that, which is crazy, because the first, the second movie actually ends... With the, the, the main bad guy on the run with his girlfriend in hitchhiking. This movie is like, nah, it never happened. They're back. And apparently when he came back from Japan in the second movie's ending, he says that he beats all the bad guys out of Tromaville and saves Tromaville again. Well, this movie is like, yeah, Tromaville was so good and so cleaned up that there was nothing for him to do anymore. And so... He there's an entire montage of his life trying to clean up Tromaville, and uh, that the, when he's taught when he beats all these guys in the video store up, he tells the story. He's actually narrating what he's killing these guys. And by the way, he kills these guys by killing them with video store elements. It, it's yeah. so bad. Like he rewinds a guy's arm off. I, I don't I don't know. He wraps a guy in tape. He puts his hand in the um, rewind machine for, like, I don't know, 30 it, seconds, and then his whole arm is gone after that. I'm like, wait a minute. First of all, yeah. maybe he would have a small cut on his finger. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it, actually, and it actually plays it on the screen of a television. 
his hand getting cut off. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it was so... It's, it's everything not... Everything is, like, too on the nose. Yeah, and we were like, oh, he's going to say this pun. Oh, he's going to mm-hmm. say this pun. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought he was going to say, be kind, rewind. And I thought he did in, like, some kind of <laughs> muffled version of it. I thought I heard him say it, but I'm not really sure. I don't know if he said it, but I told you, I'm, I said to you at the time, I was like, if he says, be kind, rewind, I'm leaving my own house. <laughs> <laughs> Editor's note, this is exactly the sound that is made after the guy is rewound. I have no idea what any of it is, but I had to put it here. Because I can't. Okay, yeah. that's like the, the draw. I'm drawing the line right now. I can't. And, and he's he's telling the whole story about how he had to come, like he went bad. And he had to come back and, and he tells all the patrons that he saves in the video store, I'm back now. Yeah, like, what? okay. And he's like, they're like, oh, yay, you're a hero again. So then we have the whole movie is this flashback. And like I said, there's a montage starting off this flashback where he's going around town saving people. You know, and he's helping each person. It's so bad that he has nothing to do that he's got to stop old women from gambling. Yeah, well, he tries to get a job, though. And he can't get a job. Yeah, he actually becomes a tax collector for like a minute. (laughs) <laughs> and the whole joke is his girlfriend got a letter in the mail. The doctor sent her a letter that she can't read. And she gets the mail delivered to Toxie's dump in the middle of the waste place in the garbage area. And they get the letter and they open the letter up and it says that they have an experimental procedure that can make her see again. I don't believe this. Wait a wait a minute. <laughs> You're gonna see. Dr. Ron Goldberg says that your sight can be restored. Dear blind person, conditions caused by retinitis pigmentosa found in association with the wide-angle glaucoma may now be successfully treated due to the modification of the argon laser. I can't believe it! I can't believe it! This procedure has been perfected on cave bats. It's been tested on them in labs, and 50% of them lived. Oh, um, there's a catch. Mm-hmm. And it costs exactly $357,000. <laughs> and Hoxie's like, well, you know, I feel terrible because, you know, I'm only living off of her money, her welfare check after her weird act. She used to be a great dental hygienist before her accident with mouthwash that made her go blind yeah now they've referenced <laughs> how she's never been able to see i know multiple times in the series and it, and even in the end of this movie they also reference it again they they say something about she says something about uh when i'm finally getting to see and i was like wait a minute but she used to see before when she was a dental hygienist yeah so none of so this makes sen- any make sense whatsoever no, but you're you're like, this whole movie, like, you're totally overthinking. Like, this whole movie doesn't even know what's going uh, on. It, I can't tell if I'm supposed to laugh. I'm so, I can't tell if... I can't take it seriously because it doesn't seem like they even paid attention to their own film. No. I you know feel what I mean? like somebody threw money at him, you know, $2 million for 1989. 
Well, that was a, that was a lot. Yeah. And um and he's just like, okay, well, let's just do whatever. Yeah. Because there's like no rhyme or reason to any of this film. It's, I know that it's not taking itself seriously, so I can't really call it like a film. It it's it it's using a lot of old material from the last movie. It's kind of just recycling things. Yeah, and when we say that, honest shots and characters are back. Like nothing had ever happened to them, and they recycle the exact same shots. Yeah, like and they're acting scene, like it's almost new. Scene for scene, yeah, yeah. There, it was, we get an entire scene of the villains from um, um, Apocalypse Incorporated, Apocalypse Incorporated, and we get the an exact scene again with the same jokes. I guess they thought these were the funny jokes. Yeah, and character characters even quote. Jokes from the first movie. Yes, they That's do. That's how lazy this shit it, is. It's so, it's beyond lazy. A villain who gets killed in the first one named Cigarface, which we actually thought was funny, is alive. And I thought maybe he was just supposed to be another character. They literally call him Cigarface. Yeah. So he's okay. He's okay. And I was like, what the fuck is happening yeah. in this movie? They put the, the the muscle girl in there again who keeps flexing her muscles ridiculously yeah. in front of the camera. And like, even, that's her only role in the movie. Yeah. And even though the the head boss of Apocalypse Incorporated was on the run, he's still working fine. Yeah. And, he, they're, and they're back to trying to take the town yeah, over that Toxie stopped. Right. So if he cleaned out the crime in the in the whole town like he said he did why does apocalypse have a headquarters still yeah it's it's so stupid but the the best thing is that so he gets this letter in the mail and this this doctor can perform surgery on his girlfriend's eyes for 357,000 okay great so he needs to he needs money so he can get out of this operation and just at the same time as he's thinking about getting a job the Head honcho of Apocalypse, the the main bad guy, is like, whoa, what if we get the Toxic Avenger on our side? You know, we could take over this town and be unstoppable. And for some reason, the Toxic Avenger falls into this and he forgets that they were the bad guys in the last movie. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's not like that. It, it's crazy odd. Like he's killed half these people, so he doesn't recognize any of them. I know. Like, or, you know, it's just, it's so weird. Like, the dog boy from the last one, we actually thought that they had cut his part in the first one. It didn't make any sense that there was a dog human in the in the last one. And I thought, oh, he's got to come back. They're probably going to have mutants in the, in the third one. To connect that, that was a plot that they cut out. Yeah. He is back. And Toxie sees him multiple times as a dog person. He's also a horse person in this movie. And nope, they never explained them once. No. They're, they're don't, they're just I actually there. thought they were going to be the main villains. Like, oh, there was going to be mutants in this one. Like, there was going to be a big deal. I mean, nope. really? Like, first of all, that's a little off-putting. It's, see, it's weird. Seeing yeah. that. And there's no explanation to it whatsoever. But you know what? Why do we care? Because I mean, I guess not. Yeah. Everything in this movie is so ridiculous. Um, but so, yeah. So he says, yes, I will work for you, evil corporation guy. Because they offer him exactly 357000 And he, the villain says... Um, maybe you can get something for your girlfriend. Maybe that's something that she's had her eye on. Oh my god. The jokes in this movie were so ridiculous. So I, I was like, you know, usually I laugh at stupid crap. I love slapstick, you know, stupid humor. But this was, 
I, I mean, next level, next level, like just oh, eye rolling. It's, it's eye rolling. So um, fucking lazy. I cannot it, it believe is. that they made these two films and put them in theaters. It's it's shocking because like how could you even call this a film? Like it's just recycled crap. It's bad, like you said, bad dad jokes. Um, you know, so he gets a job and he's walking around in like a zoot suit with a hat on and he's turned into this corporate, like, you know, mogul or whatever you call it. And he's working for Apocalypse now. Now, this is the same company that tried to destroy everything, like, you know, the whole entire city. They tried to take over the whole entire city. No, not only that, they had an entire scene in the second one where they blew up the House of the Blind. He knew who right. they were. He right. kills all of those people that worked for them in the second one. And then there was also uh, uh, the mass writer. I think it was at the end of the second one. Randomly, it was a guy who was strapped, had bombs on him. And randomly, he was sent by Apocalypse Incorporated to blow up the city mm-hmm. as a last resort. And so Itoxi actually ends up, well, he doesn't really stop that guy. That guy actually just crashes into the house and blows up. Yeah. Um, but he knows that he sent him. He knows who they are. He right. mentions it. Yeah, he knows that it's Apocalypse. And he, he al- knows that. Yeah, and he also knows that they, they set up the idea that his father was in Japan, and he went to Japan, and he knows that his therapist was working for them, and he knows that the guy he thought was his father was actually working for them and made... Um, anti-traumatons, which this movie doesn't <laughs> reference once. No. Although it's supposed to be a big deal about Troxy. That's how he knows where danger is, or there's a cr- crime going. Yeah. Because he can sense it it's with like a traumaton. It's sense. It's yeah. like, yeah, but it's... This movie forgot all they, about it. They forgot it. all about that. So he's working for Apocalypse, and he's, you know, doing crime. And he's... He he had he had the money. He got the money to get her surgery so she could see now. Well, that's one of the best jokes. It is the, one of the best yes. jokes is that she. Uh, you think that they're going to do the usual thing about how he's worried that she can see and she's going to see his face and she's not going to love him anymore, and you think they're going to do that normal joke, but they actually do the opposite where she screams at a normal person's face and then sees Toxie and is like, "You're amazing looking. You're gorgeous." Yeah, I thought that was kind of cute. It was, was kind of like, funny. Aw. It, yeah. It's funny in the way that, that it's the only thing that this movie has going for it. So it's kind of like, oh, okay. Yes, but can we please talk about this actress? I mean, okay. First of let's all, talk about her all day. We She's... know. Uh, let's talk about the the character, not the actress, because the actress. This is not her fault. But, uh, um, I don't know about that. There's some choices made. Phoebe Laguerre, I guess that's her name. Phoebe Laguerre. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but um, she's super cute. She's she is cute, but. She's so whiny, high-pitched, over-the-top. Her her character is literally just walking around in a bra and underwear through the, the whole movie. And the whole movie. And, you know, crotch shots. And th- this doesn't really get to explore her acting ability at all. So I kind of feel bad for her, but it seems like she's having a good time. They let her loose. That's the thing to appreciate with her a little bit, is they let her loose. She's playing music, she's singing, she's doing multiple voices, and she's showing her her body as much as she can. Mm -hmm. So it's like a showcase for her, because honestly, there is nothing else going on. No. But the funniest thing about her acting that I have to point out is now that her eyes are fixed... In every shot, she's still doing the face that she was doing with the blind. So I kept saying to you, 
do they remember what scene in this scene that she can see or not? Because one scene, she actually still has the cane. And I said, oh, they for, they don't know what scene she's blind in and whatnot when they edited these. They had no idea what yeah. scene they were really doing. So, and no one put any thought into it at all. Yeah. Like, okay, well, she can see now. So why is she still holding the cane? Yeah, and, and why is she still looking up at the air every time she's talking to Toxie? Yeah, and but she was ditzy to begin with anyway. So those she was facial... a dental hygienist, a very successful oh, yes. dental well, hygienist. Yeah, but... Jeez. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, so she's ditzy anyway. So like... Her having those like weird eyeballs going all which way and crazy loopy looking look that she had, um, that's normal. It just seemed like normal because she was such a ditz. I she guess. was such a flake. So you couldn't tell between her being a flake and her being you know, doing the blind face because it looked like the whole, all the same thing. Yeah. It looked like the same face. That's that's what yeah. That's what bothered me about it so much. Yeah, and then they used the sex scene again. They recycled that again. They do a new sex scene, and this time they shoot fireworks. And I I gotta tell you, they must have almost killed them. Because it looked like the bed was setting on fire around them. It, it did, yeah. It looked like the fireworks were coming right out of Toxie's butthole. Yeah, there, and you can see that he moved up because he was probably afraid for a sack. Uh, yeah, I mean, that thing is going off next to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. it's kind of a chuckle to see fireworks shooting off because they're having so much sex. But uh, it's still, again, we're doing the same jokes. And it's, some of the shots are the same shots. It's Yeah, they actually reused Yeah. The shot of it's, her going under the covers and all that stuff. But, like... Do you remember um, Charles Band? You know, he did the, the Puppet Master series. Mm-hmm. And one of the Puppet Masters, I think it's, like, four or five, virtually just shows a clip show of all of the first three. And yeah. they, like, edited them in. Like, there's something's happening. But it's just shots. Yeah. And a lot of people think that's garbage. And they did that to put it on video to get people to rent it is a smart, clever idea. This movie wasn't doing that. This movie was released, right? So mm-hmm. that is mind-blowing <laughs> that this movie is doing so much cheap shit. It's not even a clever cheap shit. Like, at least the shots from Puppet Master were like, oh, those were cool. Those were good days with the with the, uh, the clean animation moving and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. In this... They're using shots that look like garbage, and they're using full dialogue scenes that we've seen before. It's true. And, you know, the, uh, one thing about the first one that I actually really loved was that they didn't hold back on the gore. When we talked yeah, about that yeah. in our podcast, we, they did not hold back. They had a, a good time with the gore, and I loved it. I thought it was great. There is little to no gore in this whatsoever. There are some weird things, like, I don't know, um, things popping out of bodies, and there's one yeah, scene. Yeah, the opening with the video store is the probably the goriest the movie gets. I mean, yeah, but it's not even like they don't. They just show one lady getting shot, and there's he, like he punches a guy's stomach and takes out his organs or something. Yeah, but you don't see it. You don't see it at all. His back is turned to the camera. But he's juggling it, right? It's he's jump roping with it. Yeah, he's like swinging around. He's like, oh, I, I, I didn't understand what the joke was there, but yeah, yeah. he's jump roping with that's the a, intestines. It's so dumb. That's about it. That all of that great, hilarious makeup stuff is gone. It is, and you know this movie—they had a two million dollar budget for for both for because there was going to be one movie. Okay, like I know. Then why did you waste all the gore on the second one? 
You know, like you, you should have at least evened it out a little there bit. There wasn't that much gore in the second one, too. We talked about that. Well, there's there a little bit. There's exactly like, feels almost like the same. I but don't yeah. know about that. In I, this one, the money, you can see where the money went, and that's a prosthetic thing at the end of this movie. Yeah. Well, I mean, to talk the plot out, it's like we're almost done. Yeah. I mean, it's like there's nothing here. Yeah. It's, it's so stupid. It's the uh, the story you've seen before of Toxie becoming a bad guy and then realizing that he's a bad guy and then trying to save the day. And it wraps, although this movie goes on shockingly, hour and 40 minutes. Oh my which is God. wild. Really? Because not much happens. Uh, he even dresses like the gangster. I wonder if this movie came before the Incredible Hulk did that in the comics or vice versa. I mm. I would wonder which one came first, but I would say this probably is the ripoff version. You said you like Toxie's new uniform. I said I like to see him in a tie and suspenders. It made me laugh a little bit, you know, to see him because I remember when the Incredible Hulk did that and it always made me laugh. Um, but yeah, he just, he, you know, his girlfriend has to point out to him, hey, you're working for the bad guys. Yeah, and she he, starts getting sick of his shit. Yeah, which and is... So he has an epiphany. He's like, oh no, you know what? I, I don't think I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. But he should have figured that out from minute one, you dumbass, because this is the same corporation you fought in the last movie. <laughs> yeah, and, and... Like, what is happening? Did he, like, totally forget? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And at the end, it just basically they go. He goes up to the bad guys and says, "Hey, you know what? You guys are bad guys, and I'm gonna fight you." And mm -hmm. they're like, "You're under contract." And uh, all, and he's like, "End." And then basically, what happens is the guys like let the main bad guy says, "Let me show you what I really am." Airman, your history. Yes. Melvin, I am history. <laughs> oh, you still don't realize who you're dealing with, do you? See me as I am! And then we get, I, I would say, a five-minute scene of him screaming and twitching Flailing on the floor. Flailing and... Yeah. Like is spitting green shit out. While the de a green devil crawls out of his body, and and by the way, I don't know who is in that suit, but whoever's in this suit had to do some disgusting shit because at yeah. first he's he's spitting out mealworms, like maggot oh, mealworms, so out of his mouth, and then in every after this thing emerges and takes forever for this thing to emerge. Yeah. When it finally gets out, from scene or shot to shot, it suddenly has what looks like boogers or running spit all over its face and dripping out of his mouth. It's so gross. It is really disgusting looking. It, it is. It, but I said, holy shit, the prosthetic isn't that bad. No, it actually looked kind of cool. He you had know, like spikes all over him. He was green. He had like that. Um, he had like wings of some sort back there. Yeah, he's there. got some wings. So it turns out that the head honcho of Apocalypse is totally confused. Oh, the devil! The freaking devil! Yeah. So he's green. He's got spikes all over him, and he's he looks kind of neat. I think. Yeah, he's like a cross between the the devil and a legend. 
right? And something else was darkness. Darkness. Yeah, darkness. And uh, it's like a version of that. And I've seen something else where this I couldn't, I can't place it, but I know I've seen this thing before. Uh, I I can't. Well, I said to you, here's the budget. That's it. This is the budget right here because this is shocking, especially since. Well, I'll just say this: what happens next? The battle between these two is terrible. For some reason, it becomes a video game. And the movie actually, for one time in the film, they tried to set up something with a payoff, but it is the the setup for this moment is the oddest fucking moment in a film I've ever seen. R- randomly, Toxie says, I, 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 I'm sharing my pastime with my girlfriend, and that's playing video games. And they're randomly playing a video game, and this guy just walks up to him and says, you liking that game? It's a good game, right? And then he's like, "All right," and Toxie just gives a thumbs up, and that—that's the sh- the scene. And I, I was just like, "What the fuck was the scene so for?" I was thinking during this time because maybe it was some kind of a shameless plug, like maybe someone was actually inventing that video game. It's—it's it's not a real game. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it either. But like I was thinking back in 1989, maybe that was like someone's trying to invent this game and there was like a shameless plug or something like, hey, how you like that game, boy? <laughs> We've seen a lot of movies with setup that have no payoff or no setup and just constantly doing the random things and these bad movies we watch for this. This is the one time that a bad movie was like, hey, maybe we should reference that Toxie likes video games earlier in the film. Yeah, but it, there's, like you said, nothing to it. It was like, why? It's what a, is the reasoning? So they, they can do the end scene in video game fashion? Yeah, and, and it doesn't even connect that it's a video game fashion it, because at one point it just forgets. It does. The plot, the plot forgets what the plot is trying to all, do. All the time. It's so ridiculous. I, I don't even have a better word than ridiculous. Yeah. yeah oh, it's, it's so bad. They're going through... Oh my god. So they're doing the stages of like video games. So round one. But they're also doing like... What the... If you could explain this to me. The elements? He tells him that you're gonna... Um, we're gonna fight you in five stages. And each stage is an element. And so he's like, it's gonna be earth, fire, water, wind... And I can't remember the fifth, but no one ever gets there. No. And so each stage, it says stage one, and it's just constant, like a, just a text over the screen that doesn't turn into a video game. There's nothing clever. They're still in the real world, but for some reason, he says each we're in a stage now, and the stage is like Earth, and it just is the Earth eats him. And tries to bury him. And then they try to run him over with, with a, a lawnmower, lawnmower. But he he's so strong that he catches the blade in his teeth. Yes. <laughs> and you think he's going to like start killing all the like, bad guys what? with the blade. You think something cool is going to happen. No. No. Yeah. So they go through their ridiculous stages. And there's one even involving kids in a school bus. Well, we got we to talk about the, the one before that, the fire. Because this kind of shocked me. They, they fire, apparently, this stage is bizarre. It's like stage two, and he goes, oh, it's fire. And the villain in the prosthetic suit just sets on fire. Yeah, and he just I, goes up in flames, and then then Toxie goes up in flames. Yeah, and, but what shocked me was, oh, my God, they're burning. They are. Their outfit, like this outfit. They're, they're yeah. torturing it. Like, they're torturing it now. And I was wondering if it was like, 
they filmed all the other scenes with it, and then at the end when it was falling apart because it is a prosthetic, did they really just burn it? Maybe they did, because I feel like well, they obviously shot that last, I would think. I, because I that's the, probably the most expensive thing in the whole movie. I mean, aside from Claire's lack of wardrobe, <laughs> she, they, they shopped at Fredericks of Hollywood for her. Yeah. Yeah, if, if that's too classy for this movie. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, <laughs> now, what's odd to me about the fire thing, that looks super dangerous because when you're burning prosthetics like that, first off, it's a toxic smell. Yeah. But also, the person underneath that has to be really hot and it would have to have layers underneath it. Yeah. I was like, holy shit, mm-hmm. this looks dangerous. And then they yeah. did with Toxie's outfit. Yeah, they were fully engulfed, yeah. too. Fully. Like, I was like, oh, my God, this, it's going on for a long time. Yeah. And uh, Toxie figures out that he can beat fire with water. Well, no, not water. Piss. So he shoots a fire hose of piss all over the villain. And the villain says, now I'm pissed. <laughs> that was the funniest, stupidest line oh, in the so movie. Bad. And I he, knew it was coming, too. He has I a knew mouthful it. of piss, and he spits it out before oh, it he says so that. Oh, it's so gross. It, it's just like... It's so odd. It's just so weird. They, they just... They're beaming from place to place <laughs> yeah. during these fights. And that means that other random people are beaming with them because everybody keeps helping. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, why would they be here? Why would they do this? Yeah. And and the villains, the villain, like, um, his, like, honchos, his, you know, goons or whatever, they're not really contributing. They're no, they kind just of just standing, standing on the cheering. sidelines, like cheering. Yeah, they're like egging things on, I guess. Yeah, and then except that one broad, she's just flexing. <laughs> There's one woman that always flexes. Yeah, it's so annoying. And Michael and, J. White is back to carry a machine gun. That's it. Yes, in this and movie. and then you got random people just staring into the goddamn oh, camera. Lots of people. A lot of people are disappearing from shot to shot and reappearing from yeah. shot to shot. It, it's just so bad like i mean i mean they're just like there was one scene where i said to you i'm like i think this guy's looking into my soul because he was quite yes. literally looking right into the camera for at least i would say two minutes solid two minutes and i was just like oh my god please turn away you're looking at the camera you asshole is this like day one of your film career <laughs> yeah right I, the the next stage is like you already brought up was a school bus full of children and for some odd reason, the monster drives this bus of children up to a cliff and then hangs them over a cliff. Okay, get it right. He's the devil. They say it. Uh, yeah, whatever. But, yeah, so he's dangling them over a cliff, but... What's what? really strange Why? is like, that he sends that his girlfriend um, underneath the mountain to shoot at the bus with a shotgun? Like, what would that be doing? I didn't understand yeah, it that's at all. The, yeah, so she's the one in the last movie that like always wore those weird hats. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. they did not cut back on the hat budget either. Yeah. Because <laughs> they actually gave her this ridiculous hat to wear in the movie where I was like actually feeling bad for the actress because it has like those tassels hanging down on top of her face. I was like, there's no way I would last 30 seconds in that stupid hat. It would irritate the shit out of me. So kudos to that actress for putting up with that stupid hat. But they just do the stupidest thing. Like, why would she stand underneath the bus if it's supposed to fall? <laughs> yeah, but what 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 is she doing? Like, what is a shotgun blast from miles away? Like, uh, you know, I, yeah, at least a mile away. What is it doing to a bus? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know. know. But Toxie does an entire rewind. He turns into a dummy and he flies up the damn 
mountain and he decides to open the back door and just get people out. Now they have established that these were kids in a bus. Everybody who comes out are full adults or like teenagers. There was like an elderly woman coming out of there with like her little handbag. It's so I'm like, wait, weird. Like, wait, what is happening? Like, did they run out of extra kids? Yeah. And then when he gets everybody off the bus, that woman shotgunning it, it just falls and kills her. I was like, what is this? Like, she's the worst villain of all time. Like, she's standing underneath a bus hanging off a cliff. Yeah. I'm like, what is this? And it was just so comical the way that the bus just fell. It was like, okay. My, my favorite thing about this scene, though, is I think he rewinds the bus to, to drive it at something. Uh, Toxie just jumps out of the way, and I looked at you because this was my favorite reaction of yours. The bus drives into a canal and blows up. <laughs> and I looked at you, and you were just in shock. <laughs> at that point, I was so gone. You actually had your hand over your mouth for a while. Like you yeah, were just I, think I, I think I did too because I just couldn't. I was like, wait a minute. Really? Like, what is this? What is this? Why did it, the bus blow up? And is that supposed water. to be funny? I didn't understand oh. if it was supposed to be a joke or if it was taking oh itself God. seriously. It just went into a canal and blew up. I, I just have no words. Like, how much of the budget did you waste on that stupid effect? Like, just that bus to blow a bus up. It was so dumb. Yeah, it was so stupid. It was useless to the whole plot. It was so dumb. Yeah. But you know what's even crazier? The video game thing now gets thrown out because it turns out that somehow Claire, um, by the way, I think that they, uh, doesn't, don't they take, well, she goes, yeah, I think she actually loses her eyesight somehow. Okay. So what happens? So, okay. Oh, I know. Because they, re they reverse. Oh, this is one of the best special effects. I was yes, shocked about this. We cannot this. skip over this. Yeah. Uh, they remove toxie from being toxie they they make him melvin again and he turns into that guy that they replaced the actor from the original that they've been showing with out the through the funny phone. teeth they and, keep showing yeah. him in like his nightmares and stuff like that he turns into this kid and the way that they did this is great they they made this prosthetic that melts Mm -hmm. It's almost like that scene that's incredible in Hellraiser 2 that the skeleton is coming out of the ground and it's like reforming. Yeah. It's like that. They actually made an entire skeleton, like entire dummy of the Toxic Avenger and it is oozing and falling apart and it's melting. It's literally melting. It's, it it's cool. It looks great. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh my God, this finally the stuff that we were here for. It actually, it shook me out of my stupor. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, yeah. I'm going to go to bed in like 30 seconds because I can't do this anymore. Like, I literally wanted to walk out of my own house. I seriously was like, come on, man. what What is this? What is going on? And yeah. then that scene happened and I was like, oh, okay, I'm awake. <laughs> so Melvin's back and then they're picking on him and Claire loses her eyesight. But for some odd reason, Claire is able to get back home and find the contract that he signed. Okay, can we just reaching say, into his mop? Yes. So she she found the contract that was being stored in his mop. However, <laughs> he had it made into a braille contract so that she could. Did they read say it. that? I yes. was going to ask you about this. Yes. Oh, I'm so happy that Melvin had this made into braille so I can read it. I didn't hear that at all. Yeah, I was like, how does she know what's in this contract? I was like, who is? She? I said to you, I'm like, who is she talking to? She's alone in the house. <laughs> And why would he make it into Braille when he was going to get her eyesight restored? Right. 
That was the whole he, point of the contract. That also happens early in the movie where he tells his mother that he made, uh, got a job and got a money and got a checkbook and also has it in Braille. Yes. And but, I was like, but she's going to see now. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, this just goes along with the whole idea that he completely forgot about yes, the bad guys being apocalypse. What was happening. And now yeah. he's, yeah, he's working for them. So let's just forget about that. Let's just make a whole new movie. But yeah, so she finds the contract and apparently, you know, he, he pricked his finger when he signed it. So there's blood on it thereby you know the devil kind of owns him so i guess they find out they that there's the claws claws has an act of god <laughs> claw and the only way that the contract can be broken what? is if an act of god and they say oh well where's god and that where's god is he coming to help and then a messenger comes up and goes hello i got a message from god <laughs> He's literally Tromaville's messenger boy. He says messenger boy, yeah. Troma messenger boy. And he ha- he has like what looks like a scroll that never gets open because the moment it touches Melvin's hand, a cloud of smoke goes over them and it rains. Yeah. And then they, she gets her vision back and he gets to be Toxie again. Yep. And so the devil, who is the, the head of Apocalypse, he's... He, he, um, doesn't he, like, rot away? No, he punches his head off, and it lands in Japan on top of one of the characters from the second movie. Yes, but doesn't he start rotting away? Because there's that one scene where he's laying on the ground, and he's looking down at himself, and he's covered in snakes and bugs, and a rat was oh, on his yeah, head. that was gr- Yeah, I actually, I, I, this is where I glazed over. Yeah, that I was gross. Out. So, like, he actually knocked him out, and he fell down, and hit, and the, his... His stomach, I guess he punched his stomach out and like he just started like rotting away. It was like crickets and like bugs that you get to feed like animals. Yeah. And there was like, uh, there's a, there's a couple snakes on him. And then at one point they decided to, t- to torture this poor actor and put a rat on his face. So he's like, it's like one of those scenes where like his head is coming out of the ground, but he's looking at his fake prosthetic body and he's seeing like you know maggots or whatever all over him it was gross it was just disgusting yeah um so at one point though he does punch his head off so does he, he does. get up at, after I, I he don't sees remember himself, i just like, know covered that, in shit i tell you i glazed over when i saw the i think the, i, the I left myself and i was like yeah. yeah whatever i'm pretty sure i left my this plane of existence at that point because yeah. i was like okay now we're in japan again and then the demon's head lands on one of the Japanese news reporters. Yeah, they, they go back to the Japan where two characters are being, one character is, um, I think, doing a commercial for hair growth. Yeah. On a bald man. And they don't have any subtitles, so you don't know what's happening in nope. the scene. And then when they spray his head for the serum, the head of the monster devil lands on top of his head. And he screams. And the other guy's like, wow, it works. And he keeps spraying his head. Uh, okay. And then they're like, hey, we saved the day. Everybody's happy. And him and Claire get married. Yeah. And Finn. Finn. That's the end of the movie. This is, I, I'm. it's painful to talk about this because literally there's nothing to talk about in this one. Yeah, it, it sucks. It, there's like, nothing. Like, it, there's, no, there's nothing noteworthy except for the melting of, you know, t- the Toxic Avenger when he's melting and turning back into the Melvin. Prosthetic. Uh, the prosthetic. Maybe that's a couple it. scenes with Claire, but that's it. Uh, now, I usually ask it on the show. I ask, it, what is a, what's the worst movie ever? Is this the worst movie ever made? And usually I say, if not, what is? 
I'm going to say this might be the worst movie ever made. This might be on the bottom. Well, I mean, do you want me to do my segment of why well, we we'll can't get have to nice that. things? We'll get to that after we do uh, our, our review okay. here. Because I just want to say, like, I just want to knock that out first. Because okay. we have started listing our movies that are the worst in order to say what is the worst. And I'm wondering, and now I got to ask, did Mortal Kombat Annihilation get kicked out? Oh, my freaking Lord. Mortal Kombat got kicked out. I think this might it's, be worse than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. It finally got kicked out of the number one I, shit show. I was wondering if we would ever get to do it, and I figured I was wondering if I would have to put movies on specifically to try to knock it out. But I think this one tiptoed up because last week we put the second Toxic Avenger as our number two. Yeah. And now this one. Because we gave the Toxic Avenger two a two. A two. Yeah. And so. This I'm movie, gi- I think I'm giving this a one. Like, my insides were vibrating at one point. I was, like, struggling. I was like, I, I-, I can't do this. I can't do this, man. Like, I, I know that it's not you're not supposed to take it seriously. But this it, is... It wasn't even fun. It wasn't fun at all. At least when we were watching Mortal Kombat Annihilation, I could make fun of Sindel and her acting. Oh, there and there are scenes that are so the, funny the, in the, a second. The costumes and the silliness. There's and, a couple good fights in there, too. And... and Shao Kahn and his ridiculousness and oh, Brian Thompson, all that. Yeah, Brian Thompson. Like, I, but here I had nothing to work with. Nothing. Nothing. Like I can't even come up with anything funny to like jab at because it's just so freaking rotten. It's like awful. I was shocked while I was, we were watching this movie. I kept thinking, "Holy shit!" This podcast. I don't even know what we're gonna talk. I about. I was thinking that too. I'm like, we can't even talk out the plot because there's no fucking plot. It's so fucking bad it's nothing there's uh, nothing here and i i mean i used to find like literally from one and two i found toxie super endearing but in this one i just i'm losing it man i'm losing it um, i i don't know uncle lloyd i have hope going into sergeant kabuki man next because i feel like that came out around the same time as the first toxic avenger we're doing that one next. Well, oh, wait. But, but there's a Toxic Avenger 4. We're going to do that after because Sergeant Kabuki Man is in that movie. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> so we are putting this at our number one, the worst uh, movies. Like, if if my... Like, if the way I, I felt inside right now actually, like, was a sound, it would be this. Yeah. <sighs> so, <laughs> so this leads into your segment since... My segment is we did it. We finally found our number one. I can't believe it. What going into your segment now? I want to know what your segment is usually. What we why we can't have nice things. Which is okay. So I'll why pick, is that? Yeah. So I'll pick a a one um a one ten star review and one one star review of the movie, and uh, usually these reviewers are kind of way off, way off base. Yeah. Um, basically shows us why we why really, we can't, have really nice can't have nice things because it's either one extreme or the other. Um, well, and we usually hate doing it. I usually don't like giving a movie a one or a ten. It's true. usually really really hard. It is, yeah. So I, it's true. I I mean, with the one star reviewer, we're probably going to agree with, but the ten star reviewer, that's what shocks. Okay, me. well, let me blow your mind here, sir. There is no ten star review, but Good. a nine. So can I read the nine? Yes, please. Okay, this is titled Phoebe again exclamation points what phoebe is the name of the actress the twit oh okay um 
As I've said in my reviews for the first two films, you can't take these films and compare them to a classic, as that's not the point. I don't normally like cheesy films, but found the first three to be laugh-out-loud funny. Maybe I have a screw loose, but I just think they're great. Again, I am not going to give the plot out because I don't feel like it. And I'm not going to say what's good and what's bad, mostly because I couldn't think of anything bad. If you oh. really aren't bothered about the film, watch it and point out the continuity and poor acting. If you don't watch to enjoy or nitpick, watch for Phoebe. Oh, Phoebe. She is by far too talented to be in a film like this, but boy, does she look good. Basically, just watch the film. You might not like it, but it's only a film. Nine out of ten. I love that this... Okay, we, we have to break this down. This guy says, I can't think of anything, and then gives examples of what's bad. Yes. So he's giving something a nine that he knows is flawed, and then tells the tells the reader that they can't judge this against the classic. Now, this is the concept of why we started doing this in the first place. Yeah. Something I've never understood when people talk about, oh... You can't rate this seriously. It's a comic book film. I've heard this kind of stuff. Or you can't rate this uh, against a classic. It's an action film. No. All movies are the same shit. They're all movies. Movies get judged off of each other. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it doesn't matter what it is. Because there is a such thing as a great horror movie. There is such a, a thing as a great comic book film. These things exist. They, they can happen. So when people say that shit, I get pissed off i know yeah i'm sorry but a bad movie is just is a bad movie and gets judged as one because we know what a classic is because we know what a great film is it's a fucking odd thing to say and it's an odd thing to give something like this a nine that he knows is flawed yeah just because he likes a girl just like, because he likes phoebe yeah which i mean yeah sure fine it is not worthy of any any merit because he likes looking at a, a girl. Right. That's that's insane. I mean, I like looking at her too. I mean, she's half uh, naked throughout mm. the whole thing. Oh! What about all the people who counted on you to clean up uh -huh. evil? What about all the kids who believed in you? What about all those people in real nine of the first movie who stood up for you? What about the messengers, Melvin? You're their hero. What about all those marvelous people out there in the dark? What about your favorite patriots, Melvin? Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of slavery? I know not what course others may take, but as for me... Give me liberty or give me death! But whatever. Um, yeah, so me out. That's, that's the nine, the nine out of ten, because there's yeah. no tens. But here I did find a one. I, I, I mean... <laughs> shocking. Yeah, no. Shocking, I found a one. Um, this is the lowest-rated one, I think, of all the series. I think oh, it is. is it? I'll I have to so. double-check on that. But, yeah, so the title of this one is So Bad. Toxie has cleaned Tromaville from the evils, but he knows, but he now has nothing to do, and he needs a job. So the president of Apocalypse, Inc. Con contracts him as a public relations manager. Okay, thanks for rehashing that. Um... Well, despite the two movies before, they're quite bad, but funny. This one is totally awful. The movie is nonsense. All the scenes are pathetic and forced, and Toxie has lost his sense of crudely, 
crudely smashing the bad ones. There's almost no violence, as most of the film could be considered for all publics. In addition, <laughs> there's, there's some enormous holes in the plot. As, for example, the name of the company of the bad ones. It's the same that Toxie fought and destroyed on the second part. It's a film to avoid seeing, even if you're a Toxie fan. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks get, for pointing I, that out, dude. I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's the whole problem with the plot, is that Toxie forgets that he fought them in part two, and they are the bad guys. So he's joining forces with the bad guys, and yeah. he's just okay with it. it. It's just fucking dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. I can't. I cannot believe that they did this film. I, I mean, I, I, mean I, I, here's the thing, though. They're given a decent-sized budget. Yes, this movie only made like $300,000 total. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> and it's pretty much Lloyd Kaufman's whole friends and family that saw it. Yeah, and so. it, it's a disaster. This is actually the movie. The, the first Toxic Adventure was like the movie that made them on the map. Yes. And then they made a couple other movies that were kind of hits, like uh, Class of Newcomb High. We've talked about this. Mm-hmm. And then he made these two films, and he almost destroyed his company. Yeah. These movies flopped so hard. And I can't believe anybody didn't tell him, like, oh, we got to, you can use some of the stuff that you filmed for the second, the third one, mm -hmm. but maybe we should retool it all and do it the old way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because... you're right. That is the lowest rated one. Um, the original Toxic Avenger was 6.2. Mm -hmm. So, and you know what? I I did really enjoy The Toxic Avenger. Yeah, no, the, we, the first we, we both agree we do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they get, seems to be progressively worse. But then I, I see that there's a, you know, part four got a 5.9. So okay. I, I don't know what to think. Oh, I, I'm very scared about it. But I know that part four is around the time that he was making some of his weird culty stuff again, like uh, poultry guys. Then there's a lot of like vileness about it so maybe he gets back to his roots yeah. because what i heard is he acts like two and three never happened so maybe a lot of people came along and told him and i don't know james gunn might be working on four and it might be going back to what was great because he's the kind of guy who liked that stuff so hmm, maybe it's because of that yeah yeah we'll have to look into it when we get to it but yeah next week we are visiting another movie that came out around the time of toxic avenger that made this company like kind of cult status and that's Sergeant Kabuki man. And, uh, the only reason we're watching is he's another superhero and they all connect in part four. And I thought, well, maybe we should get to it. So since we have an extra week anyways in January, so <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. I'm looking forward to that more than I have been these last two movies. I have been dreading when I saw part two, I was dreading part three and I, and it turns out for good measure. You know, um, so I'm looking a little forward to the next one. I need a, yeah, I need a change of pace right now. I mean, yes, yeah. this is probably going to be just as ridiculous, but, um, I, I've been wanting to see it since I bought that DVD for $4. <laughs> yeah. That's not a good sign though. Right. Um, yeah. So that's it. I'm, we're going to throw in the towel on this piece of turd. I mean, it's, yeah. Flush it's the bad. toilet on it, this It has literally knocked out. Mortal Kombat Annihilation of the number one spot. I can't believe that's happened. It finally happened. I can't believe it. I'm still in shock. But yeah, this movie just booted that movie out of the number one spot for the biggest piece of shit. Yeah. 
So, all right. Thanks for listening, guys. As always, hit us up on social media. Joe's at the Crafty Misfit, and I am at Just Another Movie Night on Instagram. Love to hear your opinions. Uh, thanks again, and have a good one. Phoebe, take it away. Tempted by evil. The reading for today is from Matthew 4, verse 8 and 9, and I quote, I'm out of here.